what's going on guys uh we're back again after a month break <laughs> was that like a month augustine uh just about maybe that maybe was, a little yeah less. it was a while that was Close uh to a month. it's all it was all augustine's fault because uh well shout out to augustine because he actually got uh married that's why we haven't been re- recording thank you so, thank you uh, augustine is a uh he's a bride now so that feels good how, how does that feel <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I love you, Congratulations, brother. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. Happy for you. All right, but uh, enough with the being happy for this cock munch. Uh, let's um, go straight in. Let's get straight down to the business, brothers. Uh, we want to talk about, obviously, we're just talking about like mostly sports today and hey, a few up. other. Hold up. Hold what's up? up? Uh, it's kind of rude how you don't introduce me and Nisi uh, <clears throat> in the cut. I mean, fuck you guys. Yeah, to be we honest have guests. You. I don't need You're to. Supposed how, to. I don't need how, to. How, how are the people listen to you that know that you have two awesome, well, one awesome uh, guest? Huh? <laughs> we have two. Um, Aaron, you had a month to like, prepare, and you you still suck at Dude, this. Dude, I have not. No, but like I was doing that on purpose. I didn't want to introduce them because uh, they don't deserve it. Oh wow. That's your own flesh so and blood so, right there. So, so, is this, so is this the part where me and, uh, and uh, Nisi just log off to Discord? I mean, if you want to, you can go suck a cock if you want to. Oh, my God. I'm actually looking forward to this podcast because last time it was just me and Jordan. and uh, <laughs> Wasn't Chip I, pointed to? No, I don't, no he yeah, wasn't. I, I literally just sat back in the corner. Oh, no, it was Andrew. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, well, it was us four. It was me. You, Nisi, Jordan, Augustine, and then Andrew at the very, very end. But uh, what do you call it? All right. Well, we have two special guests. I mean, are you already? Okay, we have two guests because y'all aren't really that special anymore because y'all have both already been on here. But uh, Nisi, Shalom Kantu. I don't know why I said your full name. And then we got Jose de la Gay. I mean, de, de la Garza. Sorry, man. I just kind of slip sometimes. But uh, y'all want to introduce Y'all want to, I mean, yeah, but I don't care. I mean, it's just, you know, it's funny speaking of that. I know people would always like tell me that as like an insult, but it's like, okay, cool, dude. Like, I don't see how that's, I mean, obviously, like, I guess it's an insult, but like, I don't see why I would get mad about people calling me de la gay. Like, words don't mean anything to me. De la queer. <laughs> I'm getting canceled. I'm with 16. <laughs> Bro, that's what I was going to say. Like, whenever, uh, whenever you guys were saying, uh to uh introduce them or whatever i didn't want to say like bad words because i was like dude if i i was like i was like thinking of what to say but i was like if i say that i'm gonna get canceled if i say that i'm gonna get canceled for that too so i was like i'm just gonna say no i'm just not gonna do it but anyways we're getting off topic i want to go into our first conversation for the nfl about why i I think trevon diggs is overrated anyone want to start with this conversation (laughs) Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear what y'all say, and then like, I, I want see, you to give hear, me your want, take first. DC. I want yeah, you definitely. So, definitely, I want you to hear me out afterwards, though. Okay, so I think I'm just gonna like lay out the obvious, and then I think me and Aaron, as much as we juxtapose each other on a lot of topics, I think this is one that me and him can definitely uh, at least tag team on. Um, I think we can all agree that Trayvon Diggs is a talented corner. Uh, he's a legitimate ball hawk. But he is also a liability uh, uh, for the Dallas secondary and the Dallas defense as a whole. In regards to he uh, is very volatile, right? So definitely he can make a game-changing pick. 
he can also allow a uh, a game tying touchdown. Um, so I think that's the my default position. I think we can unpack the details in a moment, but I think that is where that that's my position at this time. Uh, again, I think he's a legitimate ball hawk. I think he's a talented corner, um, and he's only in his second year. It's 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 I we can I can definitely see him improving into a legitimate shutdown corner. Um, but statistically, uh, I, I think he's his again. I guess volatile is the word I want to use. Uh, yeah, I I second that. What is your take on that, Augustine? Well, I don't really like any of the Cowboy players. So I mean, <laughs> to me, so, so I actually so ha- I actually have to so sort of agree. But so obviously, getting an unbiased opinion right here. So. Okay, no, wait, 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 let me, I just want to stay. (laughs) Right, go ahead. I I know what you're going to say. I think what Aaron's about to say is that, ironically, Aaron is a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm a fan of the New York Giants. No, 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 that's not what I was going to say. So, if if anything, these positions can, or this position may definitely seem biased, but it can also be truthful because we are accustomed to seeing Dallas, Cowboy football games because they play our teams twice a year, and not only that, but we live in South Texas where Cowboy games are. We we watch them always right? on. Yeah, they're always exactly, on. Exactly. So, sort of an obligation. Uh, these are these are fair. Yeah. These are fair critiques that we give. Um, and it's not to be little Trayvon Diggs as a player. He's definitely a talented corner, as I mentioned earlier. But I he, I think again, yeah. I, to unpack further, I don't see him as a shutdown corner. I don't see him as a as a. Uh, a legitimate top corner in the league in my in my okay, home, as a so corner, would you my, so, so, so okay. would you say that he's a shutdown corner when he plays either daniel jones or jalen hurts <laughs> what i say what i say, oh, what I say yeah, definitely what i say is that he is ironically uh a game changer but also a liability at the same time wait this is what i was gonna say okay look I just wanted to clarify something. I know just like uh, Nisi said right now that it's going to come off as like, oh, we're being uh, biased because he plays for a division team that we go for or whatever. But honestly, I think uh, Micah Parsons is a top 10 uh, linebacker right now. So I don't honestly think that I'm being bias ball i'm he's just saying like i mean end. top 10 excuse me he's actually a linebacker is isn't he trouble no I, so 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 the cow- he may be the, the top defensive player so the cowboys are actually well he's a top def- uh, rookie defensive player but no he cowboys may be actually- the best defensive player uh in a few years yeah I mean, so that's what i'm saying like i'm not trying to be like biased I think he's at 10 sacks right now and that's because he's considered an inside linebacker but they've been playing him on the edge so the cowboys are actually doing a good job with him. <laughs> which yeah, they is move him, hard they move, to say. They move yeah, him around. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, like, I was just trying to get to the point that, like, I don't think that uh, Diggs is, like, a bad uh, player. And I'm not trying to say this because I don't like that team. Because, obviously, like, I don't like, like that team. But that, but that's not why I'm make, making this, uh, I guess you could say, like, assumption. Or um, I don't know what you want to call it. But, uh I'm just saying saying this because the way that uh, people have been rating him and talking about him this whole uh, season based off of just his interceptions, which is great, obviously. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, picks are a big part of the game. 
but I don't think that tells the full story of how of he's actually been doing. So that's why I want wanted to unpack into the stats. So uh, there's this um, uh, app that I found or a website, if you will, uh, today that I found that's called playerprofiler.com. And you just put a uh, player's name and it gives you all the stats of them this uh, season. So if you put in, like, for example, um, Darius Slay, who's also a, in my opinion, is also a top five uh, corner this this year, at least. He's, uh, if you look at his stats, uh, he's ranked 34th. Well, I mean, I don't know about the rankings, but what do you call it? He's uh, yards allowed is at 292 which is at 22 and a half uh, per game and uh he has six pass breakups and he has two ints i mean he has two uh touchdowns wait what does that say it says two tds uh loud this season and he has three ints okay and then if you go to trevon Diggs, he's allowed 680 yards i don't know if you think that that's uh believable Chepo, but he's allowed 680 yeah, yards okay yeah so he's allowed 680 yards at 17.9 yards per reception allowed and uh he has nine pass breakups and he has four tds allowed this season with obviously nine interceptions and then if you go to Jalen ramsey he's only allowed 362 yards at 30.2 per game at 9.3 yards per reception allowed. And then he also has uh, 11 pass breakups with one TD allowed this season and three INTs. So uh, this whole uh, notion, because I also hear like all the uh, analysts or sports broadcasters uh, talk about it and say like, oh, it's because they don't like to go uh, digs. um, They don't like to go his way as much as they would like to but i think that's honestly bullshit because he has more picks than uh he has three times the um, amount of picks that uh ramsey has and uh slay has his pff score is uh actually 103rd out of 117 corners and in coverage he's 72nd so that's pretty pedestrian numbers uh, at least when it comes to the analytics part of the game. Um, and like at, same thing, Aaron, I agree with that. The notion that teams don't want to throw at him because of the interceptions is just complete nonsense. Um, he does give up a lot of yards. He does give up a lot of catches. But you know, you know what the thing is, is at the same time, as long as the Cowboys keep winning and he makes a play or two uh, every week, he's in, in their eyes, in my opinion, he's going to, it's funny because I was talking to a friend about it and uh, he, he, his knee-jerk reaction was like, oh, you're just hating. You're a hater. When I commented on... That's what they always uh, say. They always right, say that, But bro. it's not. But it really it's isn't. Annoying. It really isn't. And especially because I think uh, it was this past game where uh, Caravan Dix probably had the most easiest interception of his career. That's and, what I was going to bring that right? up. Right. <laughs> and, and I commented that. I, was, I said, man, that, that had to be... I, verbatim, I said, that had to be the easiest interception this season for Trayvon and his reaction was you're such a hater you know and I'm, and I'm like no dude I'm just stating the obvious like it, it hater, was dude, literally I, like just a locked dude, up pass. that like, same game dude that same game there was an interception by I forgot what his name was but I think it was uh one of the D linemen for the Cowboys that was a pick six that interception was in, in that one was very 
impressive for a big guy like that to score. I I, I think he caught it like one hand, right? Out of the air or no? Yeah, or like, I, you know, I was going to say, I don't remember I, how he caught it, but I was say he it was like, it was a uh, pick six by a big dude. So that one was honestly more like impressive because that was not straight to him. He had to actually like go for the ball. You know what I mean? I it wasn't straight down, to his body. Yeah, I, I want to say that I think deep down Cowboys fans know that he's a, uh, you know what, liability. I, I used the word liability earlier, but it may be too strong of a word. But that he's not the corner that... Uh, Byron Jones was. Exactly, right? But he is the Byron playmaker. Byron Jones was a beast. He is the playmaker that 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 that, that him and him and Michael Parsons are definitely the playmakers on that defense um, in regards to sacks and interceptions. Uh, but I think Cowboys fans do do recognize that he's not a shutdown corner. But but the fact is is that the Dallas Cowboys are their fan base are constantly being dragged for every little thing. That when the Cowboys do win, and you know knee jerk reactions from the opposition are oh Trayvon Diggs is overrated. Oh Trayvon Diggs is just he's a ball hawk. He's not a shutdown corner. The Cowboys fans' reactions is just to say, "Oh, you guys are just haters." You know what I mean? So yeah, but I, I don't. I think I do believe that deep down, Cowboys fans do recognize that. Look, this is a second-year player. He's definitely a ball hawk. He's not the shutdown corner that Byron Jones was. He's definitely not a, a, sh- a shutdown corner at all. But that there's definitely room for improvement, um, especially uh, in the next few years. But I, I, again, I don't know if uh, yeah, definitely. Has I do want to. I do want want to um, lastly uh, second that that what do you call it the part where I think that Trevon Diggs will end up in the next few years being a top five if not top ten uh, corner, but right now I don't think he is because I know I remember uh, after that game I think it was against the Eagles uh, where we had the podcast that week or whatever and we discussed if he's top five. I don't think he's top five because we think because we that, discussed it that week, right, Triple? Well, the thing is, is that at the same time. Top five, what? Because if he's corner. a top five playmaking corner, so like the thing about like, so does every corner have to be a shutdown corner, right? So nah, I would say, I... I would say Trayvon Diggs is top five alone because of his playmaking uh-huh. ability. Exactly because of his playmaking ability, right? Uh, but is he a top five shutdown corner? I don't think any. I don't think even Cowboys fans would say would read. Okay, look. Position. When I say he's top definitely five, definitely a top five corner, right? He's still. He may be if the if the if the season ended today, he would finish top two in uh, defensive player of the year. No, no. So when I say top five, you see, I mean like top five. If we were to, um, uh, what is that word? I think like I guess like metaphorically, or I don't know what's called, but like if we were to, uh, no. Uh, Hypothetically, there you go. If we were to hypothetically have a uh, draft uh, this year of like actual, like an actual uh, NFL uh, redraft per se, uh, who would be the top five uh, corners selected? For me, it would be Tredavious White, Jair Alexander, Ramsey, Darius Slay, and um, probably J.C. Jackson. No, not not uh, not fucking J.C. Jackson. Fucking. Um, Stefan uh, Gilmore. Those will be my top five guys selected. That's what I mean. Like any kind I'm of way. Sure. I'm not sure. Trayvon Diggs is in the second year. Look, the thing about it is that look, Javon, Trayvon has I don't know what nine interceptions. Yeah. As of as of this week, that isn't yeah, easy. Like if I mean, it's not easy, but having some players, <laughs> some corners don't have that amount of interceptions in three or four seasons. So 
he's a talented corner. He's a talented player. Xavier you Howard. Credit where it's due. You have to give credit where it's due. I would still argue that he is a top five corner off his playmaking ability alone. I would say he's probably going to be Not the only future that... of Brandon Carr. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, say it again? That's a cowboy legend right there. Look, hmm. let 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 look. I want to bring. I want to bring, bring. I want to bring Jose into this because it seems. Yeah, because like he hasn't the, said anything. He's just been a lot. getting it's fucking a lot. dragged. It's a lot. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see what he has in in defense, and really in defense to this. But uh, yeah, well, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, wait, wait, wait. But like Nisi, you you were trying to like I guess like be on the opposite side, and then you say that you think he's a top five corner. So what do you? Well, the thing is about the thing about it, Aaron, is that he's a top five corner this season, right? That's something that we have to, or at least you have to at least give some thought to. Again, nine interceptions through what? I think top 10. Weeks? Top five, I wouldn't say top five yet. But his, but playmaking, his because... playmaking ability alone is enough to warrant top five corner consideration. Right? Because it's how many corners in this league? It? How, many, how many corners in this league can, are, are just that, have that kind of, awareness and and ball uh what do you call it uh ball skills ball skills right to to make plays on the on the ball on almost a week-to-week basis well i've watched every single cowboys game ironically or ironically of course well not so have i for the most part but look the thing is you also have to admit is that when you're to win a football game one of the key one of the key elements is winning the turnover battle and trayvon diggs attributes to Having a positive uh, turnover, turnover, turnover differential, uh, differential. So again, if he can make a, a a big player too, it statistically it gives my team a better chance to win the football game. So, and that's something that again warrants at least top five corner consideration this year. Now, when we talk about defensive player of the year, we're not talking about the best corner in the league. We're talking about a top defensive, the top defensive player in the NFL this season. He warrants mm-hmm. top. He he he's he's gonna finish top two. But top again, two for defensive player of the year. year. Yeah, definitely. And he's at at this moment in time, just off playmaking ability alone, he's a top five corner. Now, let's say can can I say this two three years from now? If he can continue this, if he can maintain at least four or five interceptions a year, you know, and he still remains that reputation of being a ball hog. Who knows, right? But at least on this season alone, he's a top five corner. Let's say he's um, still giving up. Let, let's say hypothetically, let's say next year he's still giving up the amount of yards, the amount of catches, uh, and he's not producing. He's not getting those 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 key interceptions. Then, of course, I would say no, he's not a top five corner because he's not producing what we expect him to be doing, which is being a ball hawk. Okay, well, uh, I don't think I would put him in the top five this year anyway because uh, while, yes, he has the most picks in the whole season in, like, in like the whole uh, league, uh, he has allowed, I think, I think I'm pretty, pretty sure he's, like, top two or three in the league as well for yards allowed. So I think that, like, balances out to where I would put him at maybe, like, six to like eight around there, but I wouldn't put them at not number. I mean, at, uh, top five. Cause I think uh, Ramsey is ha- ha- having a uh, 
better better uh season slay is also ha- having a better uh season and that's that's not even me being uh biased that's just me like look looking at the uh uh stats on here and also uh denzel uh, what's his name um jc jackson from uh new england his um pff uh grade is also higher so is uh denzel ward out of um the browns and i think there was one more i think it was james bradbury I think I think Vontae I Davis also deserves consideration. Jose, do you have anything Vontae to say? Davis? Dude, Chapo hasn't said anything. Let's fucking let him talk. Go, Chapo. Go on. This hey, is you're, you're too busy yours. talking about it. There's no opportunity. Go. Uh, well, I mean, uh, is yours. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I make a lot of good points. I mean, and that's the you know, I'm not like a super biased cowboy fan. I hope y'all know that. Um, there's a lot of cowboy fans that think that Diggs is probably like the second coming of Jesus or something like that. Um, no, but yeah, Parsons, right. he, 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 Okay, that, that's a different topic right there. But uh, Parsons is a beast. I'm not but, even gonna lie. He's a monster, man. But but Diggs, though, um, you're right, man. He gives up a lot of plays. Um, but that's kind of his play style. Like he kind of he's kind of like a Marcus Peters. Uh, you know, Marcus Peters is not considered a shutdown corner, right? He's a he's a ball hawking guy, ball. And, and, yeah. and basically their play style is baiting. And you get burned a lot when it comes to baiting, and that if you watch Diggs play, that's how he that's how he plays. You know, he has separation from the um, from the uh, receivers in order to bait the quarterback, and you know it, it's obviously worked out nine times, but he has gone beat quite a bit. So shutdown corner, I have to agree, he's not one of the best ball hawking corners. Yes, but remember, guys, he's only only his second year. I mean, Byron Jones, who if you guys are comparing him to him. Byron Jones had one interception in three years with the Cowboys. Like, yes, he was a shutdown corner, but he was not a playmaking corner. Uh, well, would would you prefer to have a shutdown corner or a playmaking corner? Let me ask you this: um, Would you prefer nine interceptions in a year or one interception from a player, excluding excluding um, other factors? Are we talking about safeties I'm, as I'm well asking, or corners? I'm just asking you from one player in your team would you have one player in your team would you prefer if nine interceptions or one interception uh that's a pretty tricky question because it depends because adams only had a one interception we're his first three seasons about, we're not talking about individual players we're talking about production wise would you would you take just nine not, interceptions not or stamping one interception? any name to it or anything yeah we're not putting a name we're not putting anything else would you rather have well, nine interceptions, nine interceptions? interceptions. Exactly. What kind of question is and that? That's like a ex- baited question. Exactly. So, so like, that's just part of, people, of the question. That's yeah. That's a part of the question. Like, like, like. Yes, he gives up a lot of plays, but at least he's giving you a return back. It'll be different if he's getting beat and he doesn't have any turnovers um, to show for it. And in fact, I think I think that benefited the team in general because yes, he could be a shutdown corner, but. You know, all they have to do is just pass it to Anthony Brown, who is not a good corner, you know, on the Cowboys team. So, you know, like, yes, and, I, and by what I've seen, by what I've noticed with Trevon Diggs playing, man, he's, he's, uh, it looks like he's just having fun out there. Like, he's just baiting the quarterback, and yes, he gets burned, but he doesn't let it bother him. But at the end of the day, you know, like, it's nine interceptions, and he's got a lot of pass, pass defenses as well. I think he has like 12 or 13. But uh, it's at eleven, I think. 11, yeah, or so nine. That, exactly. That's quite a bit. Um, and let's not forget, last year, 
Xavier Howard had 10 interceptions and he was regarded as the best corner or one of the better corners last year. He was top five in giving up yards as well. A lot of yeah, times that's he, what I was going to bring a, up. A lot, of times, a lot of times you can't get interceptions if you're being a shutdown corner because if you're a true shutdown corner, you're not getting those looks, you know? Yeah. So essentially, but I mean, if you're, there you go. So essentially, time will tell whether he establishes his own name or becomes another Morris Claiborne. I think Cowboys fan, Cow, Cowboys fans, you just keep, you just keep naming the Cowboy legend. Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboys fans know that he's not a shutdown corner, but it's what upsets it them is the, it, what upsets it depends them. Which Cowboy fans you ask? I think the general Cowboy fan, but I think most the response is again a knee jerk reaction because. People are just so uh, again, look, right? America's team. I think no NFL team, no sports franchise may be more polarized than the Dallas Cowboys, right? Uh, you either hate them or you love them. And I think when you have a lot of, uh, I guess, quote unquote, haters, that our knee jerk reaction is Trayvon Diggs is in the shutdown corner. Well, no one is saying that he is. Right, but it's this hype around him that upsets a lot of people. That we just love to point out the obvious, and Cowboys fans know that he's not a shutdown corner, and it upsets them. They say, "Well, you guys are just hating because it's if it was any other player on any other team, right? We this wouldn't be a topic." So I think we'll see. I, look, he look, man, he's like 22, 23. I mean, he's he's, yeah, no, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's probably he yeah, man, he's probably. <laughs> I do think he'll end up being uh, one one of the best players for sure. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Unless you're named Ramsey, you know it's a corner. Like it's it's the second hardest position of football aside from Mm -hmm. quarterback. Like it it takes some players time to develop. Like like honestly, Byron Jones, for example, he was took him a while to get going. Darius Slay, we're talking about, took him a while to get going too. I would actually argue this is probably a different topic for a different podcasts, but I would actually argue that cornerback is the hardest position in f- football. I think it's harder than being a quarter than being a quarterback to me, honestly. Yeah. But we'll discuss that a d- different time. Uh, we've been t- talking about this one for about half, half an hour. Dan, we went into this one. You see, we're, we're dedicated uh, Cowboys haters, man. <laughs> the next I'm one. Here, uh, I'm over here steaming. We're going <laughs> – we're going from one uh, po- uh, polarizing um, team in the NFL to uh, another one in the Patriots because I want to talk about Mac Jones now, and I don't think he is should be rookie. Well, I think he will win it, and I think he deserves it because I think he has the stats to back up him mm-hmm. being a rook- rookie of the year, if we're being honest. Because, I, I mean, obviously – I think he deserves I mean, an MVP I would say, Shut the fuck up, We all know I don't you're trolling. Know, I don't know if he has a stat. I mean, if you're going based off last night's game, um, this no. is Tuesday, by the way. <laughs> if you're going based off last night's game, he definitely deserves it. Uh, uh, cause, cause somebody, two for three. Could somebody pull up his stats from yesterday? Hey, man. All I see is a 67% completion percentage. I was about to say that. <laughs> you know, hey, man, he wasn't sacked. A rating of 84.0. Hey, man. Even that one throw he threw, even that one pass that he got, the first completion hey, he it, had, it was, was, it was, it was, it was, it was a terrible throw. It was a, it was literally, a, it was like fucking 10 feet in the air. He had to like, I, I think, like, I think, I think it like okay, I, I got to ask Aaron, where is this coming from? Is this a response to last night's game or is, would you have said this Sunday or what, what's, what's going on? I would say this in general. 
because okay, like oh, I think okay, he's so, having a good season. No, okay, who, look, I've, well, I've already said that he's probably gonna be, win it. Okay, but you said that who would who should be rookie of the year then? Well, I, I, at first I was gonna say Jamar Chase, but he's literally he started off so hot and he just like flamed down and he just hasn't done anything, dude. Um, Kyle he hasn't Pins done shit. So, it. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. I I, I wish, bro. I have, I have him on fantasy. He hasn't done sh- shit. If I will say this, dude. If uh, Williams started the entire season, talking about uh, Javante uh, Williams from the uh, Broncos. If he started the whole season, he would have it in the bag by now. Rook rookie of the year for uh, uh, offense, but obviously he's been fucking um, splitting with uh, Gordon, so that's not going to happen. But uh, I, I think Jones would def- definitely win it because I think his only real like um, competition was Jamar Chase, but he hasn't really done anything. Also, um, what's his name? Uh, Waddle, he's been pretty fucking good too. I don't know if y'all seen how he's been. Right, but who's been the most year? impactful? Right, but who's been who's been the most impactful? Right, so Mac Jones. Let's add some context. He was the fifth quarterback taken in last year's draft. For the most part, he is the quarterback of the number of the current number one seed in the AFC. He's fourth in the NFL touchdown passes. He's top fifteen in passing yards, despite only passing for nineteen yards yesterday. Uh, you know he he's he's top fifteen in regards to QBR. Uh. Why not? Why? Why? Why isn't he the current? Uh, okay, wait. Let me let me okay, So I think his I think his QBR is inflated because he doesn't pass the ball as much. So you don't really have as many. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What do you, what do you mean? To throw that I, many I interceptions because I, I, you were saying I don't, I don't that, that he passed. You for were saying this from week one. Huh? I'm, I'm gonna go through a list of pass attempts: 39, 30, uh-huh. 51, 40, 30, 21, 36, 35, and this is just up until maybe in November when it, it began to slow from 18, 23, 26, 32, and then obviously last night's performance. At least from early on in the season, he was he threw a ball 51 times against New Orleans, 40 times against the reigning Super Bowl champions in Tampa Bay. I don't, I don't, and they lost that game. They lost that game. That's fine. He still threw 40. He was 31 of 40. Okay, but that just sh- shows you that when a QB passes the ball that much, they're probably not going to win the game. Right? What? That, that, that makes no sense. saying that they lost he's, that game. He's, he's, How does that not make any sense? Like, whenever you pass the, the ball 40 plus times, you don't win the game as much as whenever you pass the ball. Aaron, they're the number the, one seed in the AFC. Yeah, and okay, they've they've uh, lost what four games, but dude, they've won. Dude, they're the number number one uh, team in the AFC in spite of him. It hasn't been because he's been fucking playing like Ooh. phenomenal. It hasn't been because of him, dude. I promise you, if you put uh uh dude if you put huh what do what do you what the hell do you mean what what do i mean i'm telling you this play you mean this place had no part in regards to of course i mean it has part but i'm saying i'm saying that it's more like okay like it's more like because they have the number one defense in the entire league not just in the fucking conference they have the number 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 one uh defense in the whole league they have a great uh special teams and then they have a great running game those are all components to being a great team you can literally have a quarterback who is uh average at best under the uh uh with with that team and they would still be just as good if not a little bit uh better i'm just saying bro like his stats don't jump out okay obviously he has 2869 passing uh yards and he has 16 touchdowns to nine or eight uh interceptions like that's not 
Like, I mean, obviously, like, it's good because he's a great game uh, manager. And th- this is not me try- trying to knock him because, obviously, it's only his understand. first season. It's only his first season. From, I don't know, man. Where Trevor Lawrence. Where are you from? What? Where Trevor, what, what, uh, what about him? I don't know. I, I, who, again, who, who else would be offensive rookie of the year? I'm not Lawrence. saying that he shouldn't win it. I'm saying that he's going to win it and he deserves to win it. But I'm just saying that well, he, why are we talking about? What are we went, talking about? Then? No, I'm saying that he's not as good. Like I'm saying what? that he's not as good because because so he, you he, saying he's I'm, over. I'm saying, saying, I'm saying yes. I'm saying, saying he's over better because okay. Wait, 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 who's wait, better, who's better QB? Trevor Lawrence or Mac Jones? Trevor Lawrence. There's a reason why he was the first overall pick. He went into the worst team in the league. Like, what do you expect him to do? Win like 12 games off the back or what? Is he supposed to win that many? Andrew like, Luck he's did. literally in a shitty, he's in a shitty situation, dude. Andrew Luck did, yeah, but he was at the Colts who had uh TY. They actually, I mean, they've I mean Andrew Luck is a generational talent talent. And uh Trevor Lawrence, I I think could be, but he dude, he has no one, bro. Who's his best weapon? This guy. What was that? DJ Chark. Yes, I left on purpose because that was such that was just ridiculous. This guy really okay, so oh, you're really you Smith really think it's ball? ridiculous who's to having think a be- that... who's having a better rookie season? Dude, who's I, had a dude, better season? You don't thirteen games. Dude, are you like ignoring program? what the fuck I'm saying? I'm saying that Mac Jones is having the best season out of all the rook rookies so, this year. So he also was put he was put in the best situation out of all the quarterbacks. Is, was so he not? As of, as was he guy? not? Yes, dude. I'm was not he not that. put in the good not, situation? Of course, not, he's gonna look the best. That. Why are you getting upset? I'm not. Of course, I'm not getting upset. Sure? I'm just. I'm trying to. Actually, I actually did want. Who is the Patriots? Who is the Patriots' best offensive player? Best, Damian their best Harris. offensive player. I was about to say Damon Harris. They also have a great O line. What the okay. fuck? Do they not have like a top like O line? Who's their best receiver? Um. Probably born. Jacoby Myers. No, nah, yeah, I would say yeah. Uh, Jacoby Myers Myers is their best receiver. Actually, I mean, I don't know. If we're talking about like uh, touchdowns, I would say a touchdown dependent uh, fantasy tight end. He still has Hunter he Henry. Still ha- he still has better weapons than uh, what Jacksonville offers. What dude? What does Jacksonville have be- besides James Robinson? Char got exactly. hurt, right? He hasn't. Chark yeah, got hurt. Like, what do you expect him to do, Nisi? Like, but the, serious but question, though. Like, I'm not. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Like, Mac Jones I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Patriots have that much of, of a better uh, cast around Mac Jones as they do. So much say better coaching. No, but that's the thing, though. They have a better cast, but they have the better coaching, which puts those players and Mac Jones in the best. Bro, uh, they have better everything, he, not just like cast. About, they have better can everything. Can you say that about the Jaguars and, let's say, the Bears? The Bears? No, hell no. He, okay, look, no. the the only one that I could uh, debate because like, they both are in uh, similar uh, situations is probably Trey Lance because, like, he has better uh, weapons than jo- Jones does, and he... Uh, uh, I don't think he has a better uh, defense and obviously not coach or whatever, but he has uh, better web- weapons. Yeah, but obviously he's not even the starter on that team. It's uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, I can't even say the name, Jimmy G. But if we're talk- talking about uh, Lawrence, dude, it's not even close, bro. Lawrence, uh, Wilson, and uh, Fields all were in significantly worse situations to uh, that they went into than 
Joe, Jones did. And that was even uh, discussed at the beginning, right after the uh, draft this year. They uh, they said that um, Mac is going to have a better season than all the QBs selected before him because of the situation that he was put into, which is 100% factual. And it's obviously coming into fruition right now. You're seeing it before your eyes, bro. Like, they have the best defense, hands down. Like, dude, their defense, I'm pretty sure their defense sometimes outscores their offense in some games, if uh, uh, if I've seen that correctly. And they have a great run game. Uh, I mean, they fucking uh, displayed that last night when they ran for, what, two, uh, was it like 240 or some shit like that? And then uh, they have a great O-line. They have the best... Uh, coach of all time like i don't know what you're trying to like argue that like he's like obviously if we're gonna talk about that then obviously jones is gonna win rightfully so he's going to win the offensive rook rookie of the year but he's over if we're talking yes if we're yeah i mean i mean i don't know if i want to call him um overrated because i don't think anyone actually says that he's even that good but like i do think that he is uh not as good as Trevor uh, Lawrence. If we're talking about like talent wise and like upside, Trevor Lawrence has tremendous upside compared to Mac Jones, and it's not even close. I'm is sorry, Mac bro, Jones the next that. Tom Brady? Um, I mean, I don't think he'll win even one Super Bowl, but like, I mean, Ooh. I don't think I, I don't know. That's a tough question, bro, because I don't think Tom Brady is a system QB. I mean, look look how good he's been with the buccaneers since he got there but to be fair the buccaneers are like fucking stacked as f like they're they're stacked as hell bro they have so many good players on every single position that you see so that it could could be a system thing i don't know but uh mac jones is good dude like don't get me wrong i just don't think he's as good as trevor uh lawrence and justin um Fields is honestly better better than him as well. That's just me oh, being uh, so, biased right there because he went to Ohio State. I love Justin Fields, so I think he's going to be a so great player. Let, let, let me ask you all this question. If uh, Patriots had the number one pick and they got Lawrence, you're like, what do you think? Okay, if uh, let's say the roles were switched, uh, Lawrence was in New England and. Um, Mike Jones was in uh, Jacksonville. Do you think Mike Jones will have the same success? <laughs> Honest question. This is more towards Nisi too. I want to see what Nisi says. What do you think, Nisi? If Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence had their if their roles were reversed and Mac was playing with the Jaguars, how do you think the Jaguars would be right now? Uh, to question, I'm not sure. I honestly don't know. You re- you really think that Mac Jones would be, have like let's say the same success? Not not necessarily wins, but like, you know, I guess stat wise. That's for you, Nisi. If Mac Jones would have the same stats as he does now, as if he was playing in Jacksonville. Yeah. No. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, do you, no. Like, do you, do you okay, just think he would be as an argument? Because, like, you, you can obviously have like. I don't. Sorry. No. Go ahead. Obviously, go they ahead. won't Give have. The, uh, obviously, the Jaguars won't have the same wins as the Patriots do right now. No. You know. So, like, but do you think he? I think they would have more. Same success or impact as um, yes. as he does right now. Yeah, definitely. There's a reason why Matt Jones was was rumored to go number three to San Francisco. 
Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, it, it's okay. not. It's not. You're, you don't be dismissive of him as a quarterback. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. But okay. So let's put it this way. Uh, before the draft started, the pre-draft results was that Mac Jones was aside from Trevor Lawrence because he was a generational talent. He was number one, undisputed. Like that's no question. Um, but Mac Jones was the was the quarterback that was the most pro-ready at the time. So, but the thing is. The reason why he was lower than the other guys is because he his uh, ceiling was capped off. It's, it wasn't as high as Trey Lance and Justin Fields. So that's why they were regarded as like higher than Jones was because their ceiling is so much higher. But they also have a floor that's below Mac Jones. Like Mac Jones has a safe floor, but he's not going to be like um, – he's probably not going to light it up. And I think a lot of people knew that going into it. I mean, it's hard to let it up when you're throwing to Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry. I think, right? I think that, I think that <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Mac Jones is a glorified game manager. That's I what I know. think. I don't know, man. I don't care if you. I, I don't care if you think I'm trolling. I, I, I'm not trolling, dude. Mac Jones went from from a team in Alabama who had Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. Um, who was the the uh running back? Yeah, I forgot his name, but he he was a beast. Uh, Najee Harris. Najee Harris, yeah, Najee Harris. I dude, he had a stack like a, was like, he, was, and, like was, he, was he was he was he a game manager at Alabama? Uh, yes, he was. Yeah, kind of was. Was he? Yeah, he yeah, kind of was. was. I'm pretty sure, dude. Like, yeah, he would like throw. They would throw five yeah. yard slants or ten yard slants, and dude, Devontae Smith and Wad- Waddle would fucking take that shit to the house, bro. Like, dude. Those guys are amazing, and I'm not even trying to say that uh, Mac is bad. Mac is not a bad quarterback. He's so good, bro, me. but I just don't think he's as good as like you think he's going to be. He broke Joe Burrow's record for a quarterback rating, an NCAA record, 203.1, 41 touchdown passes. He holds the NCAA record for a 77.4 completion percentage. Okay, he played for he Alabama. Was game, oh, he was a game yeah, manager. Yes. He was yes. a game manager. Hey, let's, yes. Okay, let's, not, let's not forget okay, Alabama. Let's not forget okay, Alabama, man. man. Alabama no, has five yeah, stars up the ass. ass. They have five stars at every position. Devontae Smith was a five star. Okay. Harris was All a right, five so star. Justin Fields, Justin was a five Fields, star. Justin Fields must be must be uh, a game manager as well, right? Because all those first round receivers at Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a game manager. Right now he is a game manager. You, you agree. Right now he's playing as a game manager. Right now he's playing as a game manager. Yes. Right now he's playing as a game manager. Aaron, stop repeating yourself. Was he a game manager at Ohio State? No, dude. They're playing. Yeah, he kind of was per se, but. But dude, Justin Fields oh also, gosh, dude, Justin man. Fields ran for almost a thousand rushing yards. What the oh fuck? My gosh, man. What You're talking about a guy who has, has to do with him being a dual threat. It has to do with him being a dual threat. If you're passing for 3,000 yards. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. You just, you a game manager. Nisi, the definition of a game manager. popcorn. Define it. Siri came out because she thought I was talking to her. Define it. What's a game manager? A game manager is a guy who just like he doesn't throw the ball as much as you would see well, a guy. Was, was Joe like, Burrow? Uh, was Joe Burrow game manager? Was, was Joe Burrow? Ga- was Joe Burrow a game manager at LSU? Dude, I think those were. Did you watch how they yeah, played? They were. I don't know. Nisi, yeah, you gotta Nisi, watch you, how they played, bro. Did you, did you Joe Burrow game manager play? now? No, Joe dude, Burrow, Burrow, Nisi, Burrow Nisi, would Nisi, sling that shit though, bro. He would throw like fifty yards deep. Hey, Kabuki, I'll be quiet for a second. Both will be quiet for a second. Augustine, I want you to look up. I want you to look up game manager. Game manager. All right. Let me game manager. No, game. Oh gosh, game man. manager. Game manager. G A Y, Augustine. Oh, Aaron, well, your name shows Aaron, up. Joe Burrow, so, Burrow, Joe Burrow second, wasn't a game second, manager. Second, dude, you're really ball. salty about second this, Nisi. Like, Nisi. are you like, I'm why not, do you like Brian Johnson so much? Nisi. Why are you accusing? Nisi. Why, Nisi. why are you getting you so much? You watch how these guys play. 
I watched every single like Alabama game, bro. Like you never even watched like college that much. Aaron Aaron said Mac Jones was a game manager at Alabama. He was, dude. He was, Uh, dude. When you play for Alabama, you don't have to light it up, man. All you gotta do, you don't. You really don't. Behind that offensive line, and play safe. Don't turn over the ball. Was Mac Jones throwing? What about LSU? What about LSU? What about LSU? Dude, LSU, Joe dude. dude I watched all the. Uh, I watched all the Joe LSU games. Though Joe Burrow was throwing that bitch deep, two, dude. We're talking about two different quarterbacks and two different play styles. Really? Yeah, dude, that's you. Yes. Joe Burrow you, you, runs. You, you, you really he gets Joe a few Burrow rush touchdowns. Dude. Jones, you think Joe Burrow and Mac Jones are the exact same player and same play style? Nah, it's not. No, no, honestly, would, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is more. He threw for forty five hundred yards. His average completion was eleven yards. He held the NCAA record for QB rating and completion percentage. I'm not sure how this justifies him being a game manager. This is the most idiotic I just said, I've ever. I heard. just said glorified. I, that's why I said glorified because like oh he's a fucking God, glorified man. game manager. I don't give a fuck if you think if you think that like I'm like the trolling or whatever. You, like the I. Fact that, it's, the fact that I can bring up Joe Burrow, just similar statistics when he was at LSU, and you won't admit to him being a game manager is just... I just said he was. but He was a game manager at LSU. I said he was, but... Even worse. I don't know, bro. I should not have said game manager. even worse. I should not have said game manager because this guy's getting mad about that. So what you're telling me... <laughs> what you're telling me is that if we took Mac Jones out and put in Josh Rosen, they'd have the same record. Shut the fuck up, dude. Do you just keep bringing no. up roads, aren't you? <laughs> oh my! Am God, I right dude. or am I wrong? No, who? In, in, in just, I, have, right I have a quick question. I have a quick question because Aaron is such a a a college football junkie. Can you list me just a handful of quarterbacks that went on to the NFL, had productive, great, great college careers, and were not game managers? Because obviously Joe Burrow was a game manager. Matt Jones was a game manager. Justin Fields was a, in college. They were game managers. Please t- listen. I was only saying that trolling, but Matt Jones, oh Matt Jones, gosh, I'm, I'm standing, I'm standing, I'm standing by, I'm standing by my claim that Matt Jones yeah. is a glorified game manager. Justin Fields is not a game manager. Joe Burrow is not a game manager. Those guys will have at college, better. At the college level. Those guys will be Justin better Fields quarterbacks than. We're talking uh, about the college level. Jones, okay, I know. No. Okay, look. I'm just Which saying, I'm just saying right now. Okay, I'm just fine. saying, I'm just saying, I'm saying Fields and Burrow will have better, uh, will will be better quarterbacks than uh, that's, Mac, that's Mac will, but they won't have a, what's up? That's a, fair, that's a fair assessment, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about what you said earlier in regards to their college game. Was Joe Burrow a game manager at LSU? Yes or no? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. I agree. I'm going off the but eye test, Jones, bro. You, Matt, you, can, Jones, dude, you can give me all the, the stats you want. I what? fucking watched the games. I watched all the LSU games. I watched all the Alabama games, dude. Mac Jones would throw, like, I'm fucking screens and shit, and they, they would, they would go to the dead. house. I, dude, I, I watched all the fucking like, college right. games. I even watched right. them this this year. And I'll tell you right goodness, uh, uh, right now, dude, Mac, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not Mac Jones, uh, Bryce Young, the quarterback from uh, Alabama, is probably going to be the first – Overall pick, and he is okay, not okay, a okay. game manager. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Like, he, like his Wade, play style, oh my gosh, his play Aaron. style is a lot different than fucking Mac Jones. Like, dude, what's Mac Jones' play style? Like, what are you, what are you trying to justify? Like, what are, what are you trying to say? 
What do you mean? Where, where are these questions coming from? I, I don't know why you keep pivoting left and right. Let's, let's just move on. Because <laughs> honestly, I don't, I do not, you're not making any sense to me and it's fine. It's okay. It's just because you're trying to, no, because you're trying to say like, you're, because you're trying, trying to give me uh, different uh, quarterbacks and saying like, do you think that guy's a game uh, manager? And I'm saying no. I'm just saying that Mac Jones is the best game manager out there right now in the NFL. We're, he is the best game we're manager. We're referencing. All right. Oh yeah, we're okay. We're referencing uh college. I don't know why you even brought brought that up like in the fir- first place if we're talking because about Matt, because you said Matt Jones was a game manager at Alabama. I mean, I only said that because you asked if he was there and, and I said yeah, and we should have moved on. Like I I th- I, th- I think he was. <laughs> I watched well, we all, all the games and I okay. think he I think uh That's when you have... I, he watched he watched all the games, right? And I guess Bro, I remember you up until like this year you were saying that you don't watch uh, college football anymore because that you you don't really go yeah, for any more teams. Often. Often. Yeah, as often. So I don't know how I don't know how you're okay. So you're gonna bring bring well, up of course uh, watch of course stats to me, but I, I watch, watch the games. What does that have to do with anything? That I watched I watched him throw okay, the ball. You watch and most watched, of them were not fucking every, like deep fifty yard pass. Throw a inflated okay, that's ball. Just, that's that's ball. just that's just I watched that's a grown just, man that's, throw a ball. Well, that's out. that's anecdotal. So let's move on. I don't give a shit about your stupid big words. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, what is, uh, dude? We're we've been talking for like an hour. This is actually fun. See, see, this is fun when I have you on here because you, uh, I like to like uh, argue like with you. Arguments. Fun lose arguments i just said that i mean <laughs> i don't know what you try let's move on bro uh who who do you guys think is good my last uh question since we've been recording recording for like almost blah, blah, blah. one hour, hour already blah, blah, blah. is uh who do you guys th- fucking waddle waddle turkey bitch uh who, who do you guys think is gonna or which two teams do you guys think is gonna be in the super bowl as of right now, who looks like the, the two best teams in the AFC and the... Uh, I think NFC. I can start this one off. Uh, um, yeah, hear me out. Yeah, Texans. I say elaborate Tex- with, with your answer. Texans oh, and Lions. <sighs> Honestly? Uh, yeah, dude. Elaborate on why those two behind. teams should make it. Well, you know, the Lions are on a, they're on a hot streak right now. <laughs> Imagine being a Vikings fan right now, bro. Damn. Oh, my God. I have a question. I have a question. Are the Lions the best... I don't know how to even phrase this. Are the, the best, the best team? worst team? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I have to say yes because is man, it me? They've I, had I, a lot I, of close games. Guys, every close, I'm, every game's been look, close. I'm, look, I'm gonna say this as a Giants fan, who Dave Gettleman is the GM of, and we have Joe Judge it's, as the head coach. I would be team. more excited. I would be more excited about the Lions' future than the Giants, and it seems to me that like. The Lions fan base has like more respect for their head coach and that organization and the trajectory of that organization than the Giants fan base does. At least, who's, and then again, who's y'all's who's y'all's coach, Nisi? I forgot. Joe Judge. The Joe coach. Judge. What he? Where did he coach he, before? Because he he was the special teams coach. Team, he was the special teams coordinator uh, for New England. Oh, I don't know why I was th- thinking of a uh, Joe Brady. Hmm. I think he was the office coordinator at LSU, no. right? When they had uh, yeah. Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. But anyways, um I think on a more serious note, I think the AFC is such it's it's I, I feel anyone coming out of the AFC. Okay, yeah, gonna, I, I actually had like a question. It's hard, to choose, it's hard to choose a team. I actually have a question. Like it's it plays into this actually. 
just based on like the, the teams right now that are technically in and even those that are in the hunt do you think that there is a true team that you can say like oh yeah they're going or like do you think on any given day this year in particular doesn't matter what seed you are doesn't matter if you're home away any team can beat any team yep that's how i feel uh on yeah the NFC side, yeah yes. definitely because honestly on i'm NFC, really excited for these playoffs like probably more NFC so side, in a long time. i feel like it's a little the nfc side's a little more i guess you could say predictable because i feel like I feel like it's got to be anyone from the Packers, Cardinals, Rams, and maybe even the Cowboys if they get their shit together. I mean, you're saying maybe even the Cowboys, but the Cowboys are top four right now. So That's a pretty long so I list. Definitely say that. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's, I mean it's, it's a long list, but if you look at like, the uh, AFC, you got you have the uh, Patriots, Tennessee, no, Baltimore, uh, Kansas City. Uh, no, I'll make, it, I'll make it easier. It's 11 teams deep right now for playoff contentions in the AFC right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you have uh, Buffalo is at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Buffalo is in eighth place right now, so they wouldn't even be in the fucking uh, play, uh, in the uh, playoffs right now. Technically, and they were they were and Super Bowl contenders. They, the they went from yeah. the number one seed to the eighth spot. Yep, just like that. Uh, that was new. Uh, I think it was New England that that was the first seed, not Buff, not uh, Buffalo. It was a uh, New England. They're I'm still on in the ESPN first seed right now, and they say that. Buffalo's in the seven spot. Oh yeah, seven. I don't know why the fuck I, re- I forgot. It's because I, I forgot it was. I forgot so it was seven instead of six because he used to be six. That's why. Honestly, man, I think if I had to, if I had to choose right now, I, 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 I would select New England because they're maybe the, they're the best team in the AFC right now. But, um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. I can't see them going. Neither can I. I, I don't that's see them the going thing. either. That, that, that's the thing. Like, neither can I. And part of me sees like, that Kansas City just, you know, making it for the third, I, what, yeah. third year in a row. I would say if I were to choose someone, it's, it's them. Like, I feel like they get their shit together. Mahomes gets their <laughs> shit together. And I feel like they make a run. Because I, I cannot sit here and feel confident saying the Titans, Patriots. Ravens. Ravens, Ravens, just, dude, they just lost Marvin Humphreys. They lost their two top yeah, corners. for the season. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm also confident in Buffalo. I like Buffalo. I was gonna, I was actually, I was actually gonna say that the two teams that I would like to see from the AFC is uh, Kansas City and Buffalo. Those are the two let, teams let, that let, I let think. me let me let me say this: if Buffalo avoids playing Kansas City in the playoffs, I think they can go to the Super Bowl. I think they can even beat the fucking um, Chiefs as long as they're. I think though they have to be. And what uh above uh Kansas City so they can play at uh Buffalo because yeah, I Buffalo. think they obviously play at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Like if they can play at uh Buffalo ver- versus the Chiefs, I-, I think they have a way better chance to beat them. But if they play at uh Kansas City, yeah, it's over, bro. What yeah, do you guys think? Hard because I mean they're two games behind New England, so it's either they. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they're also gonna play them one more time. I think in two weeks. So in regards to the chance. NFC, in regards to the NFC, that's like I'm not sure. To be honest, man, I still don't know what to think of the Rams. I think losing I Robert Woods, I think losing Robert Woods was huge. Uh, the Odell signing it's huge for your fantasy yeah. as well. <laughs> Indeed, uh, the addition of Odell Beckham is still a little bit uh, up in the air. 
What was his but, stat um, line? Or not stat line, but did, did he do anything against Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he had like yeah. two catch. Yeah, he had a he, he had a touchdown, but he had like two catches for like twenty yards yeah. or something like that. Mm. So it wasn't. So, uh, it was a uh, one yard touchdown, Augustine. Yeah, I'm, oh, and then okay. honestly, even though I love Matthew Stafford, I'm not sure if this. I, I'm afraid. I'm, my biggest fear is that this spot is. Uh, how do I put it? Too big for him, or, or what? What? What's the saying? The spotlight. Uh, the moment is too big. Yeah, the yeah. The moment. Big, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, I mean he hasn't ever never been in this situation. So right, I don't right, know. right. Correct. Right. Who, who so like, for me, Matthew uh, Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Oh, Stafford, no, dude. Right. So right. even though he's talented, I think yeah, is the moment too big for him? Is this this position of Super Bowl uh, or bust? Right. Um, okay. So that's a lot of pressure too. I mean, like in your first year with a brand new team to. Yeah, the, those expectations, especially with like knowing that uh-huh. you're not gonna get you know draft picks, and, and I mean uh-huh. that's a uh-huh. that's a different conversation for another that's... time. You know, draft picks for yeah. players who yeah, but... you know are supposed to be good. You know, so doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely, but, like... definitely, right, so definitely. That leads into my next question about the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna name you guys for the AFC first. These teams that are not in the playoffs but are in the hunt. Uh, okay, look, let's see. And these teams are only like what, maybe a game or two out. So yeah, yeah okay, like, okay. You know. So okay, look. So okay, so you got a uh, Buffalo at sev- seventh, and then you have a uh, Pittsburgh at six and five, Indianapolis at seven and six, Las Vegas at six and six, Cleveland and Denver at six and six, and then you got Miami at six and seven, and then from there it goes obviously to the Jets at three and nine. So obviously from then on you don't have any chance for those teams. But uh from those two t- from those teams, which would be Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Las Vegas, Raiders, Cleveland, and Denver, and Miami, which team do you guys think has the best chance to get in and make some noise in the playoffs? Hey, listen them again. <laughs> uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be yeah, it's a lot. It's gonna be Pittsburgh. I don't wanna ask. It's gonna be Pittsburgh, the Colts, the Raiders, the Browns, the Broncos and the Dolphins. Oh. So so this might, uh, uh, to be honest, like this is kind of the team I have a gut feeling for, but the Colts. Yeah, actually, I was yeah, gonna say that's why I was gonna yeah I only think because only, only because their division is so bad. Well, yeah, they, they have a chance to catch I, up to you, Tennessee. Yeah, I was gonna say they actually have a chance to like take their spot because Tennessee yeah, not looking good right now because they've lost a lot of players, bro. Not just Henry, yeah. they lost Jones and. Um, What's his name? AJ Brown. 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 Like they've lost a lot. They even released Adrian Peterson too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because that's such a huge loss. And statistically, the Colts have the better offense, uh, and they've they've given up. I think they have a better defense as well. Yeah, they've given up less points in Tennessee, and they're only two games behind. So, like, like, yeah, I I, I, I like I like Indianapolis, and it helps when that that was pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, sounds pretty easy. So let's move on to the next one, which would be obviously the NFC. And then so at num- number number seven would be the Niners. And then uh, next in place, if they don't get in, would be the Eagles at six and seven. And then it would be uh, uh, Minnesota at five and seven. Then Carolina, five and seven. Atlanta, five and seven. And New Orleans, five and seven. And you have the Giants at four and eight. But I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. They have a chance too. But I mean, every they team do. here actually has a spot. Yeah, I think... Every team here has has a spot to get in because uh, the 
Seahawks are at four, four and eight, and they're fifteenth. And then from then, it's the last place team at one, one and ten with the uh, Lions at one, ten and one. Honestly, so, like... but from there, they're on the uh, Niners, and which which is the last place team for the uh, play, play uh, playoffs right now is at six to six. But they're only two games in front of uh, Seattle, which is at fifteenth. So anything like it's all up for. Up for grabs right right now, but who who do you guys think would be like the best team to look out for? San Francisco. No, no, no. But San Francisco's already in right now. Okay, so who are they listing again, man? Okay, yeah, it's because it's a lot. If, of teams, if you had though. to pick the teams that were in eighth and down, yeah, yeah, eighth and down. So from eighth and down, I'm gonna I'm gonna go from there. It's gonna be the Eagles, the Vikings, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Saints, the Giants, the Bears, and Seattle. To be honest with you, bro, all these teams are very like underwhelming. I, I'm gonna There's say Philadelphia. Like I'm gonna say Philadelphia, but this is what I want to say Philadelphia because they have an opportunity to catch Dallas. Uh, they play Washington, they play New York, and they play Washington again, and, and then they play yeah. Dallas January 9th. That may be for the division. I, 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 it, yeah, that may come down to the division. Um, so I, I, yeah, give me Philadelphia. I mean, I don't see it happening, but yeah, give me Philadelphia. Well, I mean, the cow, the Cowboys, I mean, they have, they don't have, uh, like an easy or a hard. I mean, the only tough game they have coming up is the Cardinals. Right, right. And if they lose to Arizona, if they, if, yeah, if they lose to Arizona and they lose at least maybe one more to either Washington or New York in that three game span, I mean, that division crown could be on the line January 9th. So I honestly, I honestly hope that they, beat the Redskins this week because uh I don't think we have a chance whoa, whoa, to get in. Whoa, whoa, whoa we're getting but, canceled here. Oh. Fuck you off, get, dude, you wanna get you wanna get the, the foreskins, the foreskins, the foreskins, the foreskins. <laughs> oh we're getting we're getting okay, okay, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you said we're fine with the foreskins. <laughs> but what do you call it? Uh I think we actually have a better op- opportunity if we don't go for like the division crown and just try to like get in because just I mean we're in. only uh we're, yeah because I mean I don't really know if I would call it sneak in because we're only half a game behind uh San Francisco and, and Washington uh, technically yeah yeah I was gonna say Washington's only six and six and we're six and seven so we're half half a game behind them so and uh I think we would have the tiebreaker over Carolina who's right behind us uh Atlanta and uh New Orleans as well because we beat all those three teams already so we have the tiebreaker. Over them, obviously, we don't have it over the uh, Niners. But if we could beat uh, Washington both both times, I think we should be in like the seventh seven seed, honestly. And if that was to happen, we would play Tampa Bay. Obviously, we have no chance if we play Tampa Bay. I hope that switches to like Dallas or something. I hope they get the third seed because that'll be a better chance. But yeah, I think I would go with the Eagles as well. I know, obviously, that's just like non-biased. But who did you guys say? Yeah, Philadelphia. I would say what, Philly. What about fan. you, Augustinian? Like, I have no confidence. Up? I have no confidence in Minnesota. Mainly, that's biased. Um, well, I mean, it's not really being biased. They just lost to the Lions, bro. Like, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> like, I, is it, it really it, being biased? Atlanta. Like, the only other team, like, I, I think maybe do something would maybe be New Orleans if they can get Kamara back and at least figure out what to do a quarterback. But, I mean, you know. Oh but go I mean, blue. I don't I'm think... running for Michigan in the in the college football playoff. 
Uh, I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. Oh, we didn't even discuss that, right? Like the call to college football. Can we talk about how Cincinnati just got absolutely, uh, like, they should have finished number three, man. And for them to be (laughs) awarded by making a college football playoff to play Alabama. I think they would lose would be to like all three teams anyways. Yeah, they would. They would get blown out. Even if they get blown out. They would lose to all three, but I think Alabama is going to. Well, I think um, if. I mean, if uh, you put them at three, that means that you would put because obviously you can't put uh, I think, Michigan I think at they, four, so you would no, have you to would put, put uh, Georgia, Georgia at four. But like, who wants to see them play again? Like, who wants to see uh, Alabama versus uh, Georgia again? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, if they both, if, I mean, no, but like, okay, if they both uh, make it to the uh, championship, then yes, I would love. I mean, I just, honestly, uh, I don't want to see that game. I don't give a fuck about either of these four teams in there. Fuck all of them. I was hoping Ohio State would make it, but we suck this year, so it's okay. Um, I'm sad about that. Dude, I think I think, I think Cincinnati, Siri, dude. Every time every time I say Nisi, Siri pops up, dude. I think Cincinnati. <laughs> I think. Oh man, I hope Cincinnati keeps it close, man. Because if not, it's going to be very difficult in the future for any uh, any of the other conference. For example, like uh, our the ones that are not yeah, power five. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, to yeah. get in. I think they're called um, a group of five. Exactly, and this is reminiscent of like those Boise State TCU days, where like, in the early two thousands, mid to early two thousands. Yeah, where TCU and Boise State were just having consecutive winning seasons, undefeated winning seasons, or one loss wins, one loss seasons, and they're constantly you know finishing in that four, that top three, top five, no three to five, three to six range in the BCS. Yeah, that, that was before when yeah. we had the stupid ass BCS. And those yes. only two teams. Yeah, so it was it difficult. There, yeah. you know, they would make they had legitimate claims to a, to a, to a title game, but man, I I would have loved to see the college football playoff back then. Um, Bro, um, but, yeah, man, they're it? actually they're actually talking about, or they've been trying to uh, what do you call it? Um, trying emulate. to what what is that word? No, not emulate. They're, they've been trying to uh, not increase. Uh, like I guess uh, expand the uh, playoffs to I think you know to I think do? eight teams, but they haven't been no. able to come to an agreement or whatever. So I think they said that not, the, uh, the thing about uh, eight, I, I think eight's too much. What I would like to see is six, and give the top two teams in the country a bye week, and then have three through six. Or or you play, can do yeah, or you can do it how or you or you 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 can uh, make make it how the. Uh, NFL has it where it's uh seven and you give teams. the first seed. No, but like you you give the yeah. the, the top the, team the, nah, the one the, the one we buy or whatever. That's yeah, what I would like to see. I don't I don't I don't like it because I mean I do I just think that like at least in most recent years, I think there hasn't been much of a gap between the number one and number two team in the country. Um so like right now you can make a legitimate claim that Michigan should have finished number one. Um Right, but um, that's why, like, I think it's why why shouldn't you award the number two team in the country a bye week, right? Uh, well, that's why I say the, like keep uh, it six, NFL keep it six, <clears throat> keep it six. Yeah, I would say keep it at six, and then uh, cause eight or seven or eight teams. I mean, we're starting. Okay, so let me uh real quick, I'm gonna pull up the uh the college football playoff rankings real quick. The analytics. So the top six teams, it's uh obviously the top four, and then you have a uh, Notre Dame at fifth, and then you have Ohio State yeah. sixth. So let me let me yeah let me take a look real quick, man. Sorry. Okay, so one through let's see, just say one through eight. Okay, so one through six, I think would be 
ideal. But the problem with that is that, so for example, where's the Big 12 champion? Just Baylor finishes at number seven. Um, I'm gonna go back exactly. To and they're our conf- conference champion. Yeah. I'm going to go back to 2020. Um, tw- oh, yeah. Let me go back to. Let me look at 2020 real quick. In 2020, had we done the 16 playoff. Uh, 16? Six team. Oh, they said 16. I was like, damn, you're saying. Actually, let me, actually, actually, let me, let me, take, let me not do 2020. 2020 because that was uh like short a short season. Let me do 2019. Yeah, I mean for the most part, the Big 12 champion would mostly be in, except with the exception of this year. So in 2019, Oklahoma and Baylor were both six and seven. Um this year, had we done or had the college football playoff been only six teams, yeah, Baylor would have been left out. So the Big 12 champion would have been left out. Um but personally, I think I don't know why Notre Dame is ranked so high. I know they're eleven and one, but I don't think they're they ranked high because yeah. it's mostly. I remember um, reading because of the program. That's why. Yeah, yeah, I remember reading about that they hadn't been in the top twenty-five team all season, and they lost to Cincinnati, who's in the yeah, playoffs. yeah, right, 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 right. So again, I, first of my rankings, my rankings would have been Alabama, Michigan, no Michigan, Alabama, Georgia, Cincinnati. Ohio State, Baylor, Notre Dame, but that's just me. I, mean, I, I watched about put, maybe I watched okay. about maybe forty percent of the season though. So. I would probably put Notre Dame ahead of Ohio State. No, I don't and think so. I mean, the thing about is. it is that, like, you know what surprised me though is that um, Iowa was like, essentially, had Iowa won the Big Ten championship, I mean, could you have? I would have put them over Notre Dame. Who over Notre Dame? Iowa? Yeah, had had they beat Michigan, right? Where, I think would have gone don't like they have chaos. three losses or four losses? No, they, had they beat Michigan, they would have been 11 and 2. I don't even think they would have jumped Ohio State, to be honest with you. I think no, they would have no, been they, Notre Dame. Uh, well, the thing is, they would have been the Big Ten champions. So you would have to, they, and they'd have the same amount of losses. So you would have to put them yeah, over Yeah, but Baylor's also uh, 11 and 2, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are, correct. So I think Baylor has looked better than Iowa, but I just don't think you would see Iowa jump that high because aren't they like 15 or something like that? Or like, they, they were, were like fi- 19? I, at the time, yeah. I, I don't know what the record was during the Big Ten Championship game. I know I watched the game. I don't recall. I don't know if it was 15th or 10th. I don't remember. Yeah, um, I, I don't think they. I don't think there's any way they could have jumped that high. But had, but had they beat – but then again, right, so like Baylor right now is 11 into their 7th. Ohio State's ten and two. Do you put the Big Ten champion, hypothetically, who would have been eleven and two, had just beaten the number two team in the country? Do you put them? Do you bump them up to five, or do you keep them under? You know, at four? Do you put them in the playoff? It would have been interesting because, do you push? Honestly, man, I, I don't know. Let, let, let's stop here. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. It was very interesting, but. Yeah, it's very interesting. I, I love talking talking about um me and you basically took over the podcast. Jose had didn't say much at the end. At the end? Or like the whole thing. I like the whole thing kind of. Yeah, I know. I was thinking too, bro, you were just a fucking uh mediator. You were like Molly from first take. Oh my god. <laughs> that was, annoying, except you're not as I was gonna say, except Dude, you're not as like... fucking annoying as that girl. Look, man, Steven so a, like what? What is your opinion on this? <laughs> what were you saying, Augustine? I mean, uh, me, me see? No, I'm looking at 2014, and 
So in 2014, the first year of the college football playoff, had they been a 16 playoff, it would have been TCU, Baylor, Ohio State, Florida State, Oregon, Alabama. And I think that would have been awesome because at the time, like that was basically out of those six teams, there was kind of a an argument for all of them to be in the top. I was four. gonna say, I think that was the year that uh, that was the year where uh, everyone was like, "Oh, TCU should have should have um, been in there yeah. instead of yeah. uh, instead of uh, Ohio State or Baylor two or whatever." And obviously, we ended up win- winning the whole thing. So I don't know how the fuck that even happened, but we had Zeke that year, man. Zeke, speaking of Zeke, Chepo, yeah. Zeke sucks ass now. I don't think the playoff should expand to no more than seven or eight. I think even eight is I think, pushing it. I think they're doing. I I, I think they're uh, for the expansion. They're talking about eight. I think mean, that's the high. The, the, I mean, the, the, that's what the they're thing about. about the, right but the thing about eight is that you're essentially. So for example, and it's hard to tell, right? But you can have, you can essentially have like three teams coming out of one conference. So had it been eight teams this year, you would have gotten Ole Miss, Georgia, and Alabama, and. You know, I'm I'm a little skeptical. You know, do you take the third best team in the SEC over the second best team in say the Big Twelve or Big Ten, right? Um, well, that, I think yeah. it depends on the records. You got to look at the records. You know, like of course, uh, yeah, of course, I think, of course. I think other than Ohio State and uh, Michigan, I think everyone else had like three or more <laughs> losses, yeah. and I think Ole Miss only had two. So if they have two losses and you uh you already know that they're going right. to like well, well, see, uh, over to do it with the whole SEC. Ole Miss, Ole Miss did too, but Oklahoma State was eleven and two. Michigan State was ten. Yes, yeah, I would, Oklahoma, I would State. Oklahoma State. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I, I don't know. That's why I think like eight may be pushing it. I'd like to say six and maybe even seven. Sure, why not? I think eight's perfect, honestly, because like most of the years, there's like a legitimate argument for the eighth seed. I mean, for the eighth. Um, Best team as well. But to, sometimes like, you can get like contenders yeah. The thing is, sometimes like around the eighth and seventh seed, you start to see like maybe three win, three lost teams. So I'm looking at in 2019, Wisconsin finished number eight, and they're ten and three. Uh, 2018. You also have to. You also have to look at the quality of the losses. Like for example, how uh, Oregon only had uh three losses this year, and it was to uh actually no, they had. I don't know. I, I was think thinking that they uh. Uh, lost to us. Never mind. The way yeah, they actually yeah. fucking beat us. I think ideally, that's the thing. Like it, it varies, man. Like, see, an eight-team playoff would have been perfect in 2018 because that's when you had three teams who were undefeated, and then you had like, which was Alabama, Clemson, and Notre Dame. And then you had Oklahoma, who was 12 and one. Georgia, who was 10 and two. Ohio State, 12 and one. Michigan, 10 and two. And then UCF was undefeated, but they were number eight. So and they were also in a group of five. They're not in a power five. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of just, yeah. I mean, I guess it varies case by case. God damn. Yeah, but uh, we talk about that another time. We have how long been recording, Aguga? Um, an hour fifteen. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Uh, Not bad for our next one coming up. But uh, uh, but that's gonna be enough, Augustine. You wanna um do the outro? No, because I don't know what what your social handles are. No, I was saying, like, you do the whole, like, oh, that's going to be enough for tonight. And then you, like, say, what are your handles, Aaron? Shit, I forgot them. So hurry up. Look, look on. I'll, I'll, wait, till, like I'll month, wait till bro. you're ready. Dumbass. I'm ready, bro. Hurry up. Hurry up. Well, that's actually going to do it for this week, guys. Um, Aaron, you want to show your handles for our social medias? 
I got some good handles. Hey, Nisi, do you got some good handles in uh, basketball or not? You got that? You got that wet jumper or what, bro? Chepo has a wet jumper, dude. Anyways, I definitely don't have a wet jumper. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> dude. You, <laughs> I don't know why Augustine said to fucking say my handle, and I, I'm talking about Nisi's uh, package <laughs> layup package in basketball, Nisi. <laughs> Nisi, have you ever tried to uh, make a layup? Oh my god, okay, but uh, TikTok is uh, yeah, because I'm fucking because obviously you guys have never never seen this guy play basketball, so obviously I suck at it too. But like, I can basically just shoot, not not as good anymore. But, anyways, uh, my TikTok handle is gonna be official double, I mean, uh, the double A show. This is the D, the D double A show, so T H E E and then double A show, and then for Instagram, it's gonna be uh, official double A show, and I'll probably start putting like questions and stuff or like uh start interacting on there more like uh Josie was saying earlier right Josie yep um but yeah uh that's gonna be enough for today Augustine it was really great having you guys and hope we can have you guys on a bit more whenever you guys want just let us know Augustine's probably saying that because uh he doesn't talk as much when they're on here because it's funny seeing this <laughs> dude I actually got triggered when like Nisi kept asking me like stupid questions like, is Joe Burrow game manager? Does it feel like a game manager? Like, dude, shut up, bro. I said, Mac Jones, I said what I said and fuck you, Nisi, right? Oh my God. Yeah, we can all right, Nisi? Cope in different ways. Yeah, we all, we all cope in different ways. It's all right. How, what am I coping from? What the fuck? What am I coping cope. from? Cope. From Coke? I have a Coke <laughs> addiction. Cope. All right, guys, we'll see you later. <laughs> All right, peace. Bye.